Hey everybody, Bob Babbitt here. This is Breakfast with Bob from Challenge Daytona and the PTO 2020 Championship. We are brought to you by Captiva Spine, John Hall Chevrolet, USA Triathlon Foundation Risk Partners, and the PTO, the Pro Triathletes Organization. Our next guest, the defending champion of Challenge Daytona, Mr. Lionel Sanders. Lionel, how the heck are you doing? It's great to see you back here. It's great to be back, Bob. It's great to be at a race. We're finally at a race. We were just having a conversation, I think, like two months ago about you're on the, the fake sand background and everything. So unfortunately, well, this is a cool backdrop too, but yes. uh, that Kona backdrop I did miss this year. So I, hopefully I we get back there next year. Miss it year. as well. Yeah. So you just set the one-hour record uh, on the velodrome in Canada. And obviously, you want to break the hour record, but I'm sure a lot of that had to do with wanting to be really prepared for this race in this yeah, type of yeah, cycling. It 100% had to do with this race. Of course, that was a goal of mine to, you know, I, I basically got that back in like 2015 to yeah. one day try and break the Canadian record. But uh, this year presented itself as the absolute perfect time to do it, specifically because I knew that this race was going to be probably the only race that happened. And, and, and as it turned out, it, it literally will be the only race that I do this year in real life. Uh, and so I knew, I knew from last year doing this race, just how unique this bike course is and what it does to your run legs in particular. And if you recall at the end of that run with about one mile to go, I, it, right, right. As I had started to pull away from Pablo, I saw, I started feeling my hamstring yeah. tighten up like, like, and it was the first time I'd heard stories about this was the first time where I ever actually thought, oh my gosh, like that hamstring is going to go and I'm going to be on the side of the road and, and get like 10th place. And so I knew that was, that was because of the bike. And so right. I, I knew that I needed to prepare specifically, especially against the talent that's going to be here and that is here for this race, run talent in particular. Uh, I knew that I was going to have to do a very, very specific preparation. And so that's what I did. And the one-hour thing allowed me to do that and to have something in the middle of the two races to focus on. When you finished the one-hour... Do you feel you could have run five steps? I don't think I could have run five. I couldn't have put my running shoes on in order to run five steps. I'd <laughs> had to done the run in the bike shoes, which wouldn't have been good either. No, honestly, I actually did think about that because we, yeah. we, my dad actually mentioned, he said, well, you should actually just go out in a parking lot and see what it would feel like. <laughs> and anyways, I went to take the bike shoes off and I literally felt like my glute was going to rip off of my bone. Yeah. And so I had to sit down to take like, it was not, I'm not joking in any way. Like I had to sit down. It was impossible to take the bike shoe off. So, uh, so no, I could not have run after that, but that, that's a little more unique than this, uh, in the sense of it's literally, you have to hold the line. And so you, if you, you know, let's say you're going, it's a corner every five seconds. Right. And so, uh, if you take your concentration off, even for literally one second, you're three, four feet up the wall. And I did that a couple of times and I did it another time where I almost hit the, hit the yellow things on the inside to keep you from cutting the course. And so you, because of that, you can't even really adjust your neck. You can't adjust anything. And so it's one hour straight with the exact same muscle recruitment pattern. And that just fries your, I don't know if there's any way you could really train for that yeah. other than to just do that, to ride right. on the velodrome one hour, never, never adjust or anything. Um, so fortunately this race, you can actually adjust. So it's not like it's, I'd say it's like 80% of the, the taxation that you'll feel on your, on your posterior chain, uh, compared to a velodrome session. So this year it's a little longer it's closer to a 50 mile bike mm -hmm. right and uh it's 11 you know 11 miles or so on the run a little longer than last year yeah. does that concern you uh well the the, the swimming portion concerns me 1. it's 2. it's it's a, it's a longer swim yeah now I, b I do believe last year's swim was a little long because like the top swimmers swam like 120 per 100 which they would not swim 120 no. per 100 
Uh, so I do believe it was probably closer to like maybe 1,800 last year mm -hmm. to, to meters to begin with. So fortunately, they don't extend it even further and make it a 2,500-meter swim or something. <laughs> that would be a real pain. Um, but no, I mean – yeah, the, the swim increased a little bit, uh, but the bike increased by 20K, and then, right. the, and then the run increased by about 5K. So that, that obviously is going to help me. It's still not – it's it's a, it's slightly longer than a 70.3 swim, but less than the bike and the run. So um, not, not ideal for me, but – you know, for me, this is setting me up because I do want to make a real goal with the 70.3 World Champs next year. And so this, if I can do well under these circumstances, then I know I can do really well at the 70.3 Worlds because I'll have another 10K of, of, uh, of biking and 3K of running. So, um, so, so for me, that, that's definitely one thing that I have to, to look forward to, I guess, <laughs> moving forward if I'm able to. Now, if I do poorly, then, well, I'm screwed every way you slice it. So, so when you look at the field... I mean, last year we had a good field. This year we have an epic field. All right, you've yeah. got the you know the Brownlee brothers. You've got Gustav. You've got you, you name them. They're here. Mm -hmm. Just Jan is the only one. Jan's the only yeah. one missing, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But and Pablo actually. Yeah. Pa Pablo, yeah. But yeah. with this the field here and having guys you've never raced before, Vincent Lu Luis and guys like that, uh, you excited about that? Yeah. Well, I'm, no, I'm very nervous. I'm not excited. I don't know what excitement is. I'm very nervous actually. I think. You know, I haven't been really nervous going into a race in quite a while, and I think it's good because, and I said this to David, my coach yeah. David, that, um, you know, I know I'm, I'm invested now. I'm reinvested because I used to go to races, I wouldn't say nervousness, but just, you know, you've got that energy because you've devoted your life to something for mm -hmm. the last, like I've devoted, I've basically devoted the last six months to preparing for one thing. And so there's, 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 you're invested in this thing. And so there's, there's a lot of energy here. There's a lot of, you know, this is my life. Right. And so I feel, I definitely feel that energy inside of my body right now. And that's good. I, I, I haven't felt that in a while. You know, going to Kona and stuff, oh, man, you're a little too relaxed. You're a little too aloha for uh, something you should have devoted, you know, the last <laughs> year of your life to. And so, so I feel that energy. <clears throat> There's a lot of uncertainty, of course, from my standpoint. I have no idea where I'm going to come out of the water um, I've worked hard on my swim and, and I'm in good shape, but that's meaningless. <laughs> like right. I'm going up against guys who are, are truly the, the limit of, I mean, these guys could probably be national or international level swimmers. And so, you know, there's, there's fear there. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but I, I think I proved that, that I have a pretty good bike. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have a, 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 at least a national level biking capabilities. Right. And so, um, I need, I need to perform at the, at that scale on, on Sunday uh, at the very least, and then figure out a way to run off of that. So, um, so yeah, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for that, and I've also been extremely nervous for the level of suffering that's going to occur. Because in order, when you swim like me, the bike run combination um, is is absolutely massive, and I would say it's it's going to take me to the limits of my capacity. And so, you get a little nervousness inside, knowing that there's this thing coming in a few days that's going to take me to the absolute limit of my capacity. And, and so, so yeah, I, I'm excited for it though. You know, I live for this stuff. And I, so I know. I know that the pain's going to come on and it's going to scream at me to stop and, and I'm going to keep going. I, I know I can from last year, actually, that was one of my best, you know, I, I had, our, I had really conceded the race really. I said, second place is good. Like he's what a great guy, what a great athlete. Right. As, as, he, as Pablo was whatever, eight meters ahead of me. I don't know why. I just kept going, though. I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And then finally, I, I figured out the plan, and it was to surge, and then he slowed down. And so then I, I finally said, oh, I figured this game out. And so then it was right around that time where he surged. I was able to hold on his shoulder, and then I just kept his pace going. And then I felt hit a gap opening up on him. 
And then that's when I knew I had him. And then that's when my hamstring almost <laughs> locked up and I, then I was going to get last place. But um, I knew from last year that I can suffer very good. Yeah. It's just, it's just uh, you get nervous knowing that you're going to have to go there. That you, I will have. There is no mistaking if you come out of the water where I come out. There's only one way to win a race, and it's to go to the yeah. absolute limit. Being able to race, right? Because most of the time, when when you got second in Kona, Patrick Lange came by, right? It's not like there was – you wanted to stay with him. But oh, my mind wanted to stay you with him. To stay, your body my was body saying, was, no mas. It was no, there was nothing left. It was out. No, yeah. which is great. It's the mark, yeah. mark of a good When you have a race like that, when yeah. you're able to go side by side with somebody and mm, you know, duke, feel their breath and, and feel what's mm. going on, you, you're – Taking, you're going inside yourself. They're going inside themselves. You're you're looking at them, going, boy, they look easy. They looks like they they have no problem. But you know, if they're going as hard as you are, they're they're working too. Well, t- talk a little about just the 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 being in a race like you had last year with Pablo and how cool that was. Of all the things I've experienced in my life, I would say that those are some of the most powerful and unique experiences. Mm. You you are two people, two human beings in the moment like you're there is no thinking about oh what am i gonna have for dinner tonight and stuff like there's literally you are fully engaged in every way shape and form you're at the limits of your capacity and you're even then you're you almost feel like you're beyond the limit of your capacity and this guy's pulling away and so it's such a unique experience that keeps you coming back for more like it is as dreadful when you sit here and think about it like oh my god i can't believe i gotta go there again but then when you go there and afterwards, you're like, yeah. wow, it's so powerful. And it just makes you feel so strong and so alive. And I, I absolutely live for that. And I, I, I encourage people to, I, I believe this is what endurance sport uh, does for humanity. What, what we get out of this is those types of experiences of being fully engaged with your body and with, with the surroundings with people, with other people. And so um, it's a privilege if you get to, you know, you get two yeah. guys. I've had a couple of times where I've, I've had the privilege of being in races where we, you know, it takes so many things. Jan, for instance, last year in Kona, I mean, there was no one else who was at that level in the whole world. Right. So it's like, unfortunately for him, he didn't get that experience. Of course, he took his body to a new level and blah, blah, blah. But to have a guy next to you side by side and to both, you're both questioning yourself whether or not, can I go a little bit faster? Can I go a little bit further? Um, the whole thing is just so many levels to that experience, but it's an amazing experience that I, that I, that I hope people do get to experience at some point. Did you get on the track today? I did. Yeah. I rode about 30 minutes. Pretty, pretty chill as chill as you can ride when you got 50 guys riding around also trying to ride chill, but also trying to flex a little. Yeah, I I did my best. (laughs) And so when, when you were riding out there, if the conditions are like this on Sunday? If the conditions are like this, it was, a, 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 for whatever reason, the way the wind's coming, it, it seemed like it was a headwind most of the way. Like yeah. there was never really uh, much where you got, you know, usually you make it up on a, on a section, but the way the wind's coming, you didn't really make up much time. So I would say it would probably be at least uh, two kilometers or, or, or close to a mile and a half per hour slower. Uh, than it was over 60k right it, over 80k next yeah. this this time yeah so last year in kona you ran with alistair brownlee you guys were suffered together yeah i don't know what we call it running yeah, yeah. alistair brownlee and i did something <laughs> resembling i don't know shuffling got from point Jogging. a to the finish line yeah, yeah yeah we were both in a bad place yeah, yeah. but that could be renewed here sure I, I mean if we look anything like that yeah we're in trouble <laughs> 
<laughs> in terms of you've got both Brownlee brothers and you've got you know Henry Schoeman, you, you've got Olympic medalists. Yeah, everyone's here. The man. opportunity yeah. to go head to head with those guys and go side by side. Yeah, with I, them. I won't. I don't really get this opportunity, right? When you, no. When you sim like me, you don't get the opportunity to race these guys. So for me, what? Yeah, what a privilege. There's no other opportunity. Well, and having the 20 meter draft rule. Is I think it's huge. Yeah, it's game yeah. over for me without a twenty meter draft rule. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. it's yeah. it's got to be a non drafting bike, and so fortunately the PTO heard. And I do believe um, from a from a race standpoint, I mean we already have a draft legal stuff. This is let's make it. A, let's let's see. It, it, it's a different sport, really. It's a different type of triathlon, and let's right. actually make it non drafting. And it's very easy, and we're going to do it on Sunday. No problem. Mm -hmm. So the other thing that's happening is Collins Cup coming up in a race that you've won before in Samarin, right? Mm. And I've heard that you've already put in to go head-to-head -head with Jan there because it's going to be international. I put in my request to the to the international coaches. I got a little – I had uh, just by chance because I used to swim at this pool, this little pool with Lisa Bentley. Yes. Uh, when I was just coming up with Barry Shepley in that, that area of, yeah. uh, uh, you know, Caledon, Ontario. Anyways, I have her email. So I just, you know, planted the seed that uh, if you give me Jan – I will give you the performance of the day. I promise you. And so you I, I don't know. Him. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, any how many opportunity. more opportunities am I going to get to go head to head with Jan? And I feel like Jan's come to all the races that I've been at with him and he did his side of the deal. But I mean, I just feel like I didn't devote myself to it like I have for this race, for instance. And so I just want one more shot where I, yeah, I know the date of the race and, and I get to devote myself. And if I lose, it's no problem. I can sleep with that. But, but at least, you know, let me get there having put everything, my, my mind, body, spirit to the best of my ability uh, and get me on the start line. And so if they, if they allow, if the Collins Cup happens and, and they, they allow that matchup to happen, then I promise you that I will get there with mind, body, and spirit in the right place. So during this time when you've, you were gearing up for the, the one hour, and at, at the same time you went out and ran your fastest 5K, mm -hmm. right? So in terms of your fitness for this race, do you feel you've checked every box and you are ready to go? I couldn't have done any better. Yeah, yeah I couldn't have asked any more of myself. So um, both my wife and then David, Tilbury Davis, my coach, uh, both said that I'm in the best shape that I've ever been in. So, um, and the numbers also indicate that. So, I mean, this is mean it's irrelevant. Uh, what your training peak says is irrelevant, but it indicates that I'm in the best shape I've ever been in, and I have to be in the best shape I've ever been in to have any shot. And so, um, you know, I don't, I don't need to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do the absolute best performance I can with, with the things that I have and know that I am in the best shape that I've ever been in. And if it's good for first, it's good for first, and it's good mm -hmm. for tenth. Mm -hmm. I'll be happy with that too. 1434 or 5K on the track. That's pretty impressive. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. It, I, I, I watch these guys. I know where I stand in the world. Back in the day when I first got into this, that was good, right? In 2010 type time when I was just getting out of yeah. college, the best guys I knew who had went full ride to the States um, were 14 low, 13 high 5K guys. And so, you know, 14 for me then, 14, I ran 1450, I think I ran 1456. Um, and that was like, for me, that was like, okay, you're a very good runner. You're not, you're not going, you're not going full ride scholarship or nothing, but you're a very good runner, right? To go full ride, you go 14 low. So, um, so 1430s was like, for me, would be like the upper limit of what I could do with my mind then. And so then I achieved that this year. And, and, but unfortunately the bar goes higher. 
<laughs> right? So it's like now, I mean, you're a tri. You could be a triathlete. Oh, you're 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 1358. You could probably be a triathlete, right? That's that's what it would say now. Right. So yeah. it's a, just a different. That's just how sports goes, right? And we're all gifted with the same machinery. So you know, now when guys do it, when you watch Richard Murray and uh, Hayden Wild and these guys who've run insane times this year, uh, all thirteen forty, thirteen thirty type yeah. times, um, then you start saying, well, maybe I can too. Maybe I can do a little bit better too. And so, so that's where the fourteen thirty four came. But I already, if I, I could show you the notebook. I already have fourteen twenty written down by the end of February. So. Um, you know, this is what happens. This is what athletics is. This is the beauty of it is that, you know, you need other people to take you to new places and to show you that it's possible. And then maybe you start to believe in yourself that it's possible. And then you go out and train to do it and you make it a reality. And so, um, these ITU guys have done that for us and continue to do that. And that's, that's the, the nice part, the beautiful part about it. And you get to go head to head. And you get them. to go head to head with them too, and either get your ass handed to you or, or maybe, maybe help, uh, help lift the sport a little higher as well. It's a Lionel. win-win either way. Lionel, you are always the best, man. Always oh, thanks, so much fun Bob. to chat with. You're great too, man. Lionel Sanders, one of our favorite people on the planet, and we're going to see on uh, on Sunday if you can bring it home, brother, and, de- and defend your title. Yeah, it'll be fun, whatever. I love it. Lionel Sanders, everybody, again, Breakfast with Bob from Challenge Daytona PTO 2020 Championship. Hold on. We will be right back.